0: Aloha, Nawahini and na This is the Thunderdome Fantasy Football Podcast. It is Wednesday, November 17th. I am your host, Troy Chang. Well, we welcome you into our Thunderdome Ohana. As Week 10 ends, some teams are living a fantasy life as easy as living on an island paradise. Here's looking at you, A-Team, Zillas, and Variant. Some others may experience the intermittent losses among their many wins, like the brief rain showers that interrupt the sunny days. And for the Rum shakers, well, there will be better seasons somewhere over the rainbow. So uh, with uh, week 10 in the books, we bring in Commissioner Ron Lim. Commissioner, how you been?
1: Uh, I'm all right. A little bit Uh, of uh, a... Been a bad fantasy week and uh, bring on guests that did me in this week.
0: (laughs) Well, before we go into last week's uh, results, uh, there are some player news out there. Um, seems like Cream is still on sideline with that calf issue. He's getting close, but he won't be available yet for week eleven.
1: Um, I gotta be honest troy. i I don't know what's going on with the injury news because I've been living that corn dog life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and let's see here. um, out of the bigger injuries. Well, well, Chubb is Chubb is playing, right? Uh, Nick Chubb should be playing this week. He was out last week, um, but he should be good to this week. Okay. Uh, Cordero Patterson, uh, he turned his ankle a little bit, but he has a short turnaround. He has a game this Thursday, so it'll probably be a game-time decision, so players, teams will have to monitor his availability um let's see here i don't know if there's been any new big injuries this week besides that um
1: uh, some- aaron jones aaron jones. about that one
0: yeah uh well <laughs> of course aaron jones is gonna get injured because he's on my team so of course he's gonna get a Knee sprain, so he will be out uh, one to two weeks. But uh, you know those injuries, uh, I guess I I uh, I don't even realize because I'm just so used to my team taking injuries left and right. It's hardly notable anymore. Do you have AJ Dylan? oh uh, uh, yeah, I have AJ Dylan oh, okay. scoring all those okay, then. on my bench, and uh, did really no. Know- no good because points on the bench is <laughs> where most of my of, of the few points I have a lot of time they, they... So that again par 4 course there so
1: well at least you know this coming week he's going to be in there full time well <clears throat> let's see here um other than that you don't care. okay yeah
0: <laughs> well again it doesn't <laughs> seem to make much difference I, uh Elijah Mitchell uh, of course He's a player I have on other teams. He suffered a broken finger. Um, um, Hopefully, he'll be good to go. But again, teams will have to monitor that situation. Why can't he play with a broken finger? He's a running back, right? He is a running back, but uh, holding onto the ball is kind of an important job for a running back. So if you figure one of your fingers are broken, it's going to be a little bit harder to do. Ah, suck it up, Elijah. <laughs> I wish you would, and I hope you play well because some other leagues there. So hopefully, Elijah, that finger won't keep him out too long. Chris Carson is still out, uh, Seattle running back. So, you know, who knows when that saga is going to come to an end because that whole situation with him, he he's like, uh, one day he's almost close to returning, and the other day he's doesn't know when he's going to return. But uh, that's a, another tough injury there.
1: Uh, you know what, Chris? I say just you know just sit it out, get healthy, and just play next season.
0: <laughs> All right, that you know I, I, which just reminds me, Chris Carson seems like he's never healthy. That guy never seems to get through a full season.
1: Yeah, you know what? He's one of those guys you have to have his backup. You need his handcuff. Yeah, for sure. He's one All those. right.
0: So that was uh, some of the news, but uh, you know, I think it's time to bring in the top score of the week. So we bring in this week's top score of the week. Everybody say aloha to to the A team. John, John, welcome in. I love it! <laughs> I, love it. I love it! I love it! it. Uh, love the intro music!
2: <laughs> <laughs> awesome, John! <laughs> you know, I was thinking about doing the the A team theme song, but uh, I've been feeling in a pretty five and mood lately. So why five O it was? Hey, that island theme actually goes perfect with the podcast. So that's that's a
0: uh really nice and uh i'm sure a lot of people uh here on the mainland would definitely like to be uh living the island life so uh so uh,
2: <laughs> bringing some of that mood we enjoy it we enjoy it awesome well i'm looking forward to the, the podcast and uh pleasure to be on here with uh such a fantasy football elder statesman and uh previous champions john how does it look from the top of the mountain there looking down at us feels good right <laughs> feels good it, it feels good it's not it's not a um, it's not a feeling that I uh, have experienced very often so uh, I'm gonna milk it for all it's worth
1: I like uh, your yeah. squad I like your squad to go far this year I like it yeah, yeah you, know, well,
2: you know there is yeah. a curse of the of the number one seed right so we'll see
0: yeah it is it's hard maintaining that all the way through uh but like you said you know, uh, you don't you, you don't want to fly too high too soon, but uh, from um, from someone who's on the opposite of the things, I would say <laughs> where you are is a lot better than where I'm at.
2: Hey, I, I'm not complaining. I mean, I don't have to deal with the heartbreak of, uh, of losing uh, games every week. So, you know, there's that.
0: Yeah, yeah, there is that. So, well, so <laughs> the... Uh, how does it look right now in Oahu? You know, it's been a while since we've talked to you uh, in Hawaii. Has things opened up a little bit or has it been a, a little bit of a, a lockdown or what's it been like there?
2: I'll probably sound like an asshole for saying this, but honestly, <laughs> Hawaii is probably the best place on the planet to be right now. I mean, it's it's pretty good to be here anytime, but during COVID, um you know, like, places got locked down here, but it was never really that bad. You know, right. restaurants were still open. You know, people were chill. You know, you could just head to the beach, uh, which was never locked down. Um, so, for the most part, people just went about their lives. So, it's been pretty good here. How so, basically, best-
1: you're just telling us <laughs> you're in first place and living the good life. That's great. Exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When, you, when you're living in Hawaii, you know, even if you're losing, you're still winning.
0: So you know, in around say August, when uh, it seemed like it was a little bit eased up, a lot of people were going to Hawaii and Oahu during that time. But I heard it was
2: super crowded that time. Uh, Did you notice that at all? Oh yeah, it was it was a big difference. Yeah,
0: and once uh, it kind of opened up again, it was uh, people were saying it was
2: a, a madhouse actually out there. Yeah, it was crazy, and the problem is too like. You know, a lot of people, just like everywhere else, they, they stopped working and then, you know, they just didn't go back. So in yeah. um, a lot of the businesses, they, you know, they just they're not at full capacity. So they can't hire a full time staff. Um, right. And then when all the tourists showed up, it was it was crazy. Right. It was just a crush. Like a lot of the restaurants couldn't even open up just because they didn't have enough staff. Right. Yeah. It was like a like a two hour wait for some restaurants and, <laughs> you know, like like regular restaurants. So was that,
0: was that something was that you guys were noticing like places that you guys would normally eat to maybe, or places you were eating, it was more local. So people weren't, weren't showing up over there.
2: Yeah. I mean, the good thing is we live on, um, we live on the East side of Oahu. So we live in Kailua Uh and, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a touristy town, but it's only touristy during the day. And then there's no, like, there's no hotels over here. Right. So everyone's got to go home. Um, so over here, it's mu- it's much more mellow. But like whenever I drove through Waikiki, it was uh, it was crazy. <laughs>
0: oh man! All right, so
2: all right. Well, let's uh, start looking into
0: last week's matchup. Uh, the first matchup we had was Zookzilla's uh, taking down fifty-eight. Uh, Zookzilla's one seventeen ninety-four, and with that, he goes right behind John. He's taking the number two seed. Uh, it was a pretty good win by Zookzilla's. after coming on the podcast last week. He will continue his winning ways. And uh 58. Ron, when you look at that, uh yeah. you think uh Zookzillas, um, you know, he didn't have that much with Josh Jacobs or Zach Moss and his running spot running back spots, but his wide receivers, especially Kelsey, which you can consider as wide receiver, and Dak Prescott really pulled through for
1: him. Yeah, you know he has a strong team. I mean, he has his big guns like not even playing, and he can still put up a you know, win like that. You know, it's pretty impressive. And then fifty-eight,
0: you know, he uh, he comes out with a loss, but he is five and five, and he's at that sixth spot. Um, if you were to have to run into fifty-eight in the playoffs, John, uh, are you you have any worries about fifty-eight at all?
2: You know, I mean, just say
1: no, John. Just say no.
2: <laughs> yeah, everyone's everyone's dangerous, everyone's got a dangerous team, you know, any given week. I mean, like, um uh, uh, I got Devontae Adams on another league, and um, uh, uh, you know, I think um, one of the one of the articles I was reading was about how like he scored you know, like five touchdowns and um, like 200 points against uh, Minnesota a couple of years ago, yeah. So, I mean, you know, you know, you just never know what's going to happen. But I'll, I'll say I'd much rather face Pigs than Zookzillas. <laughs> <we
0: are>. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Then second matchup. Uh, man, again, you saved, he said himself, John, you saved Joe. Joe, team variant, uh, 42-04. It was looking like it might be the top score of the week uh, with that score. He actually got the biggest blow of the week. Uh, he won handily, taking Squishy the autodraft down. Squishy only able to get 92 32 points, and it was a easy victory for a variant. Uh, John, was Joe begging and hoping? Was he asking you to come through
2: to make sure he didn't have to show up onto the podcast? <laughs> I, was, I was begging and hoping that uh, Debo Samuel would stop uh, scoring. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man, I needed Debo to do all that he could in that game. Wait, I just checked. he just scored again. I just <laughs> checked. I, I was <laughs> going up against Ron in another league, and I needed Debo to come through with a big game in order to pull that victory out. so
1: yeah, thanks you
0: bastards. <laughs> that was sweet sweet victory for at least being able to uh to uh take one over Ron finally so Debo,
1: I need Debo to score. Possible, thank God. But uh <laughs> that guy's a beast,
2: man. Man, that guy's a beast. Deble,
1: well, a beast. Is like, yep.
2: He's like the he's like the number two steal to the draft, I think. After Cooper Cup, he's I mean he's like wide receiver number two right now, right? Yeah, he's a beast, man. Yeah, you know, he's
1: crazy.
0: There's a lot of things that I regretted in this draft, obviously, and like <laughs> a lot of things that I said, like I think I'm gonna get him, but I'm gonna wait one more round to try to get him. Debo was probably the top one of the top three uh, on that list for mine. I, I really was was keying in on Debo, but I thought I could get away with another round and uh, well evidently uh, as 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 you can see I did not get him. <laughs> so I was pretty pretty uh, upset when you picked him up at that time during the draft.
1: Good job, John. Great job
2: yeah and then and then you in he started uh, like throwing all this um trash at me trying to trade for him uh oh yeah you remember <laughs> that huh <laughs> oh really i did not know this
0: <laughs> well I, I i i don't remember it being trash i do remember it being semi equal now debo has has gone off to uh, again he's he's kind of leveled up here but uh at the time I, i'm pretty sure i i was was uh you know offering your your favorite player Tyler Lockett? I mean, how could you say no to Tyler Lockett? <laughs> He's like your favorite Seattle Seahawk.
1: Wow,
2: John resisted Tyler Lockett. Oh wow! You know what? You got when uh, when your team is three and six, you just um you you just can't you can't ride with them in fantasy football. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, but uh, you know, I I do think this week for Variant that his key what he was why his able, his team was able to score so so high was because he transformed the p- underperforming Patrick Mahomes into Ronface Mahomes it became Rahomes and then Rahomes <laughs> went off Rahomes get 46 24 that's actually exactly what I was thinking <laughs> Once, once he got transformed into your face, Ron, like that was... Whoa. Oh, yeah.
1: you're right. He scored like
0: 40. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, wow. He scored 46 points. You're yeah. right. Patrick Mahomes is much better than Patrick Mahomes. That's for sure. Wow. <laughs> wow. But it's not like he needed those points. Yeah, but did it hurt? I'm just saying the reason why he was able to score that much was, wow, with that explosion because... Mahomes had been struggling the last couple of games, but he finally exploded this week.
1: Yeah, but you know, it was just a matter of time for that guy, you
0: know, matter of time. I'll tell you, man, if Ron, if you ever start working out and get as big as Mahomes, yeah, you're going to look pretty scary there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you look I tim- I, need, I need the hair, too. I wish I had the hair.
0: You got plenty of hair, man. You just gotta like uh, curl it Not up. Not like Mahomes. Yeah. Well, you you can just let it grow. And you turn, get a Pama. You'll look. You'll... It's like a pompadour. <laughs> so our next matchup. Uh, well, this was number one. Match. He only scored ninety six sixty four, but it was enough to take Stanky boys down. Looks like uh, maybe Stanky took the reins this week.
1: Yeah, uh, I got to say, that's the only explanation for this result because uh, I think if Luke was at the reins, it would have been entirely different. I- I'm thinking Luke had too much homework or stuff to do.
0: It was rough. So as you can see, talking about the aforementioned Seahawks, John Russell Wilson only scored 5.64 points. Uh, in terms of real football, uh,
2: that must have been pretty
0: disappointing, that 0-17 to loss at Green Bay
2: yeah it was uh you know the pain of that um of watching the seahawks put up a goose egg was uh was only softened by winning this week in fantasy (laughs) at my expense thanks
0: (laughs) that's always what's so great about fantasy football because even if something's going wrong with the real life football fantasy is there to make it all better all right, then our next matchup here. It was the Vegas matchup of the weekend, a pretty close matchup, but Ku in the gang with his 112.84 takes down TLA. TLA only able to muster 88.58, and that is two rows and a loss for TLA now.
1: I have a simple explanation for this it's, you know, shunning the podcast, plain and simple. Yeah, John, when,
0: when uh, you thought that. You, you were Well, you had to be on because uh, you're the top scorer of the week. Were there any thoughts? You know, obviously, you thought that maybe Joe was the one who gonna, had to be on. But when it, it turned out to be your turn, uh, did you have any hesitation about coming on the podcast this week?
2: Well, you know, like no one likes to, uh, you know, dedicate their time to media obligations. But, you know, I'm a professional, so, you know, <laughs> wherever, wherever the league needs me to do and, and go then uh, you know I'll be there know, plus I, I don't want to get fined and lose my uh, my hot dog privileges yes, when I come yes. to Vegas that's that's the that's the gone it's the free answer. for you and Jenny forever as long as I that's, have it that's what I want to
1: hear
0: well <laughs> as as long as you guys uh, you get at the register you still have to use the Thunderdome code <laughs> you gotta make and Ray it
1: Ray too Ray too I forgot to include Ray,
0: Ray yeah. you got <laughs> For your order, you always have to uh, give them the Thunderdome promo code to make sure that you can redeem your fiend core dogs.
1: Yeah, John definitely, <laughs> definitely
2: can redeem because he has cacao talk, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no reason any Korean should be without cacao talk on his iPhone. Right.
0: Which is, again,
2: uh, we'll go back to it. Who
0: would have thought? You would think that Wanzi wasn't Korean. If he didn't have cacao Talk, it <laughs> made more sense that way. But, but uh, everyone we all learned that he actually is 100% Korean, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> who What 100% Korean doesn't have cacao Talk on there? <laughs> all right. So TLA, again, looks like that... Uh, that curse is uh gonna extend for uh, week ten, so we'll see what happens with week eleven for him. All right, and then our next matchup, well, the aforementioned A team here. This is where he blew up for one forty nine eighty six. Hey, Ron scored two man enter, one man lead, scored a respectable one thirty three point twenty two. It was it was a really good score fight for, for him, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to overcome the A team. Uh, Ron. For- you know, coming from the side, uh, the losing side here. Uh, How does it feel to have a good score like that, but to run into a buzzsaw like this?
1: So basically, um, um I only have four words. It pretty much sucks. You know? <laughs> um, and also, what's more disconcerting is his quarterback only got seven points and I still lost. So that tells you the depth of his team. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, he only got seven points from his quarterback. Only got basically five points from Cordell Patterson, uh, who's been really consistent for him because, you know, Patterson had had an injury and and exited. But uh, it didn't matter. He was still able to come up with a top score, even though, hey, he he had Mark Ingram resting on the bench. Could have given him another 20 points there.
1: Right, exactly. I mean... I can't say anything. Eight teams on a roll right now.
0: Three wins in a row. Well, you know, and, John, what I'll, I will say that when I look at your team, what makes it, you, you're right, Debo Samuel is a good pick, but really you gotta, teams, it does seem like the, there's always that player that comes out of nowhere, off of the wave of wire, that really brings a championship to uh, into the fold. And I feel like Cordero Patterson is that player this year? Um Because who knew that Patterson would point like this? Again, he's injured. Only gave him five points this week, but it's not a it's not a very bad injury. And once he heals up, he's he's giving uh, consistent points every week.
2: Yeah, this is this is um uh, this is my my best pickup so far this season, Um and it, it only happened because Raheem Mostert. Got injured in preseason. Mm-hmm. That that was uh, that was that was terrible. <laughs> it forced it forced me to pick up some other running backs, and I thought it was going to be Chuba Hubbard who broke out because McCaffrey's always getting hurt, right? And uh, as a previous uh, last year's McCaffrey owner, uh, I felt the pain of that very very acutely. So I definitely picked up Chuba Hubbard, um, but yeah, I mean Cordell Patterson, he's been scoring like like eighteen points you know, on the regular every week um, for as long as I've had him. Right. Yeah, It's it,
1: awesome because he's a wide receiver and a running back. It's great. Exactly.
2: Right. Exactly. You can move him all around and he can
0: fill in for bye weeks. Uh, you know, it's a uh, jack of all trades right there. So he's looking good. Jaw's looking good. Uh, he's at top of the standings and he's a, uh, well, I gotta say, there's look no look like it's it doesn't look like it's gonna slow down anytime soon, Ron. You're gonna have some work to try to catch up to him.
1: Ah, I concede. Yeah.
2: Ron, Ron's good though. <laughs> he's got he's got once uh, D Hop comes back and Kittle's back now, Jalen Hurts is going off every week.
1: No, you know what, John?
2: I don't think I can overcome Chase Edmonds.
1: <laughs> That's a bad pick. <laughs> A bad
0: pick. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, talk about bad picks. Uh, here's the, uh, the 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 bowl where Rump rumshakers. And uh, well, hey, I did get my second win of the season. Uh, did it come at at the expense of victorious, who was severely, severely. Uh, he seems like he's the most sensitive to the rovid. Delta variant. He, he catches it. He catches it bad. He lost <laughs> both Chris Carson and Derrick Henry. So this team, uh although talk about starting off strong, he was there, but now he's struggling and without those two superstars, you know, he, he's looking like he it's going to be tough sledding here because uh I actually was able to come out with a win even though I got zero points from my tight end and my top score of the week was my defense. 25 points. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. This
0: week, again, finally, finally, the matchups came into my favor. Uh, of course, I could have ran into the uh, several teams that I could have actually lost to, but I finally got a favorable matchup and my, my score, which, again, I've been consistent, it may be consistently bad because I'm always scoring about that close to 100 points. <laughs> so if I can, if I come up against a team that scores under 100 then I have a chance and sure enough I came out with my second victory. Well either of you can congratulate me at any time now <laughs> <laughs> the, the parade is tomorrow. Oh, man. I'll take, uh, at this point of this season, I will take any any victory I can and celebrate it all throughout the week
2: because there's not many weeks that I get to celebrate. But this is yeah. one of them, baby! Well, Troy, I mean, obviously, the, you know, the key to your success going forward is not really so much you doing well, but your opponent doing badly, right? So. That's, what <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. That's, so that's what I'm hoping for.
0: That's a lot to hope
2: for. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is, is that... These
0: type of games these low scores for other teams are all happening because buys are going along and teams are missing players but once buys are done and player teams are full to full strength oh man then i I don't
1: know john if troy becomes uh if he sneaks into the playoffs and is the number eight, he it's going to be great for you (laughs) well
2: that's the thing i mean you just never know i mean you know it just, it, it's all luck at some point, but, you know, no, he's going Mi- to get Joe Mixon back. He's going to get CEH back, you know, and then uh, he's got A.J. Dillon backing up, you know, Aaron Jones, you know, Tyler Lockett's going to get right at some point, and yeah. he, they could all have a blue all week together.
0: I seriously need Russell Wilson's
2: uh, finger to
0: get better because he <laughs> needs to get the ball to Lockett. <laughs> so please, please heal that hand. Come on, Wilson. <laughs> I think he came a week back a week too soon. He didn't have to come back in that Green Bay game. He could have let it heal up one more week. But uh, I right, know, Wilson, I need you to get healthy. I need the CL, Seattle offense to get rolling again and uh, lock it to get some deep shots down, down the middle and some TDs. And, and then uh, maybe I could beat a team that scores 110 next time. I don't know. <laughs> 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 all right, so that's a look into week 10. Uh, well, let's get ready to look into week 11, see what's going to come ahead. <laughs> all right, so let's look into week 11. Um, before we go, uh, let's make sure we're all sett- settled in. Ron, uh, are you uh, finished uh, snacking on your favorite treats
1: there? Uh, no, I'm, I'm still working on it, but I just refilled my whiskey, so I'm good to go. Okay. <laughs> and John I,
0: over there. Wait, is it like uh, 7 or 8 over there right now 7 or it, 8
2: p.m. 8 p.m.? It's, uh, it's 9 p.m. right now oh it's 9 p.m. nice the
0: time chain, it's only so it's just 9 oh, okay so it's a 2 hour difference right now between West Coast and Hawaii during yeah, because of the daylight savings times got it okay so well we look into that first matchup it's gonna be 58 versus Squishy autodraft. Uh, right now, 58 is looking pretty good to handle this one. Squishy is still gonna have a little bit of trouble with. Uh, well, he might get. Uh, Barkley back this week, but uh, 58 might come out with the upper hand. Ron, do you think uh this will be an easy victory for Danny or Donnie? <laughs>
1: No, you know what? I I think this is going to be a close matchup based on, you know, what I'm seeing on paper right now. Yeah. Um I guess the key to Squishy is basically his running backs. I mean, Barkley and Montgomery, right? Yep. Coming back. So, I mean, that's the key to his week.
0: And you figure Squishy is going to wait till last minute to put in a defense, but hopefully he'll put in a defense. Uh he it might be Sunday morning before he does it, but he should. He might be able to notice that, and with the right defense, uh, this might be a little bit more competitive.
1: I don't know. Squishy's pretty cocky. He might not even put in a defense. Yeah.
0: Uh, and uh, you know, fifty-eight. If if he does that, fifty-eight may counter back with a uh, no no kicker. Uh, are, are these <laughs> are these two teams? These both of these players are so good that they they they're gonna say they're they're gonna just leave a player out and see who can who can beat the other ones. With less players? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I, I
1: have a feeling both of them are going to put in someone.
0: Yeah, so we'll see what they try here. Uh, variant, uh, 119. His predicted score one hundred nineteen twenty six, but he still has a, a tight end to fill. He's going to be going against Stanky Boys. Uh, I know Stanky uh, and Lukey would do with, like, nothing better than to put a little crimp in variance, uh winning winning ways again. Uh, but, uh, like I said, Joe has just been quietly uh, going up the leaderboard. Again, he is now at third place right behind John. Um, oh, I'm sorry, right behind Zuki Zillas and two space behind John. But uh, he has been like quite, you know, Joe is usually uh, very boisterous, very boisterous. But he's, he's been trying to keep things on a down low, keep things much quieter, I feel like, uh, this season. And just, I, I feel like he's quietly confident about his team. Uh, yeah.
1: I mean, I've known this guy like most of my life, and like, I don't even know this guy anymore the way he's running his team this year. <laughs> <laughs> There's no talking going on. I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on right now. I'm so confused by him.
0: So John what would you say you're you're used to Joe being a little bit on the louder side and uh talking up his fantasy progress a little bit more than than usual wouldn't you say
2: Definitely uh definitely um I mean you know I know for sure that he ranks himself up there with uh um uh, the other you know goats of the league mm-hmm. uh but I don't know, he's he's taking a different tack this year and uh, it's working for him I mean just Kind of sliding under the radar, and then uh, just kind of, kind of silently killing everybody. I mean, he's got a really dangerous team, so it's working. But yeah, John, but... I gotta believe. Not talking, all it's gotta be killing him inside.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll see. I'm gonna go see him in, uh, in in probably a few weeks, so we'll we'll uh, <laughs> we'll see if he has anything to say behind the scenes. <laughs>
0: nice. You know what's interesting? You know, you're usually, especially you know, back in the days. I guess uh, shall we say. Uh, pre pre um, podcast time, you know, most of our trash talking was was done on the on the um, on the message boards there, and Joe would wax poetic uh, on those uh, message boards. He would have a uh, full essays up there. But uh, you know, now that you that we're giving this forum uh, to you know to your own horn, I thought I thought. Joe would be on here a lot, you know, trying to uh, uh, give his manifestos about how good his team is or at least throwing in some voicemails. But again, I, I feel like he's really trying to not uh, jinx himself. He's just trying to make sure that until his team, until until he can get all the way to the playoffs and perhaps that championship, then then all hell will break loose from him at that point. What I'm thinking is maybe we
2: should just talk for him. That's better. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I got an idea too. Mm-hmm. How about how about we do a, a special uh live interview with uh maybe maybe do a live, you know, special edition interview in Vegas, you know, get a bu- get a bunch of him, a bunch of us plus Joe in a room with a bottle of whiskey.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's that God, awesome. just say you wanted to come to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent idea, and it'll be like a, a almost like a live remote. Uh, and uh, once you once you get a, a little bit, a couple of those whiskeys into Joe, then I believe those words will come uh, just gushing out like a waterfall at that point. There,
1: so that's I think, what I think too.
0: Yeah, so uh, that's a very good plan. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll try to get in touch with Joe here. You know the. Globe trotting guy that he is, uh, if he has a little bit of time, we'll try to we'll try to um, pin him down and and try to figure out a time uh, when to meet in Vegas. And hey, uh, and if you're lucky, you may run into this guy called Zookzilla's Warren Warren Kim.
1: He, <laughs> you
0: might run into him somewhere in Las Vegas too. You never know. <laughs> Being that he lives part time out here, you you would just might. You just might see him, although I don't know. He might be, I, I again, I can't believe that like we wouldn't have just ran into him somewhere, like I don't know, like at Costco, Costco gas station or something like that. But <laughs> anyway, this guy must be wearing like a, uh, a like a, some kind of disguise or something like that for us not to have run into him at this point. I
1: don't know. I've kind of given up on running into him. <laughs>
0: Oh man. So yeah, so Joe will need to keep winning to try to keep up with Zuki Zillas and A team. Uh number one man Wolfpack. Uh you know, he's fallen to ninth place there. But if he wants to stay in front of TLA, this looks to be possibly one of the top scoring games of the week. Uh you know, TLA's looks to get Kyler Murray back this week. And um, well, it's with one forty points predicted for Wolfpack and one thirty four for TLA. Like I said, this is definitely basically a pickup game. Um uh, if you either either of you guys have a sense if uh TLA is gonna be able to break his curse.
2: What do you think, John? Uh, I, I just don't understand how TLA can be four and six when he has like so much firepower on his team. He's got Najee, he's got Tyreek, he's got Kyler Murray. Yep.
0: Yeah, N- Najee's one of the uh, definitely one of the candidates for rookie of the year here
2: in fantasy. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think I think if um you know Christian McCaffrey goes back to his you know pre-injury form, you know his typical form, then uh yeah. I I got to give it to number one Man Wolf back for this one.
0: Yeah, and you know he's he's another week back from his injury. Uh, He hasn't been inhibited at all during practice. So, yeah, if CMC is back to 100 percent, then, you know, Wolfpack is definitely a striking distance of the playoffs. And his team will become dangerous once again, especially with the way James Conner has performed, uh, much to the chagrin of Ron. Uh, I know you can't you can't like how how Conner has performed this year, Ron. Touchdown vulture. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, Gets a touchdown every game. Yeah, and again, I feel your pain because in another league, I I too took the gamble of Chase Edmonds, and seeing James Conner take all those touchdowns every week has been very very frustrating.
1: Yeah, you know it, it kind of sucks when you see Chase Chase Edmonds uh, going out of the game in the red zone. It's just week after week. Yeah. He's clearly the superior back, but they just won't
0: let him take any gold line runs. Yeah. Yeah. And now, and now on top of all that, now he's hurt, so now he can't even give you some production there. Yeah, you know what?
1: At least, you know what? At least I don't have to worry about him anymore. I, <laughs> I, I can just bench him now.
0: <laughs> all right. In our next matchup, a team trying to preserve his number one seed, he's going to go up against Ku in the game. This is going to be a tough matchup this week, John, uh, Kuhn, the gang is looking, he's got some pretty good matchups this week. Uh, he'll have to make some decisions on his side. You know, whether he goes with JK McKissick or whether he puts Harris back in, Harris looks like he might be healthy, but he's going to have to make a early decision. If he does put Harrison, he has to put him in by tomorrow. Um, on your side, if you have a, if you had a choice, uh, which would you rather have him put in?
2: You can ask choice, that.
1: <laughs> if I, if sure, I had a choice, ask
2: uh, yeah. I'd rather have him put in Tony Pollard. <laughs> <laughs> well, but... you know,
0: Pollard going against Kansas City, that may be a high-scoring game. Uh, he he actually might have to consider that, you know. Like, if, if he deems Harris too risky, uh I think McKissick versus Pollard is a...
2: Is a legitimate decision he has to make. That that true, true. But I mean, I mean, if I were in issues, I'd put Damian Harrison there all day. I mean, right. going up against Atlanta, but it's gonna be a tough week. Uh, yeah. it's a tough matchup this week. This is the it, matchup of the week. This is gonna be the closest one. Right. Decisions, yeah. decisions,
0: decisions out there for you, Peter. What are you gonna do? Uh yeah. He's gonna be uh, hopefully he's gonna be. Not having to have a sleepless night tonight, uh, trying to figure out who's gonna go with (laughs) (laughs) poor Peter, poor Peter. Whereas John, you have uh, options too. I mean, I think your starting lineups pretty set. Um, but if you wanted to, you you still, you know, Patterson probably let him rest. You know, it's probably too early to put him in. Um, but again, speaking to the depth of your team, you have easy filling for Patterson there with uh Mark Ingram, so. John, hey, Patterson's game time, if he plays, are you gonna play him?
2: Uh I mean probably not. I mean I mean, I picked up New England defense for a reason, just because they have been they've been killing it lately. So mm. uh, I, I would not I would not trust a less than hundred percent Patterson versus New England defense right now.
1: Yeah, I think I agree with you. Based on the depth of your team, I don't I don't think I would have a chance either. Yeah.
0: So that's gonna be an interesting matchup though. That will uh, definitely be the one to watch. See here, I think John will be done with most of his players, mostly Sunday morning. Peter will have one guy going Sunday night. Uh, but uh, yeah, by Sunday night, this matchup will be over. No one's playing on Monday night here. So yeah, that's that's probably you're right, Ron's probably the matchup of the week, and it's a pretty important one too. You know, obviously. Uh John needs to keep up uh with that number one standing and Peter Kuhn the gang definitely needs that win to stay in playoff contention over there. So yeah, that's that's definitely gonna be a good one there. All right. So the next matchup is gonna be well, Ron, you got two men enter, one man leave going up against Victorious and his uh injury ravaged team that you've uh that you've
1: that you've dealt to him.
0: Uh, <laughs> Are you feeling pretty confident going into this one?
1: No, I'm I'm not actually because I don't think DeAndre Hopkins is going to play. I'm going to have to replace him with someone. So I don't feel good about this week at all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But DeAndre Hopkins, uh, you've been doing a lot of this without him so far, you know, because he's been, he's been hurt for several weeks now.
1: Yeah. But basically I'm forced to play Devonta Freeman and, I don't know about that. <laughs>
0: well, he's got a Dante... Actually, what is his first name? A Dante Foreman? Deont- Deontay Foreman. So it's Devontae Freeman versus
1: Deontay Foreman. <laughs> Dante. Dante Freeman. It's Dante? That's how you Dante. say it? Yeah. Oh, man. D-apostrophe O-N-T-A. Dante Freeman. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, so the Battle of the Freemans possibly here. it's you know, one of those may make the difference and pull out the win
1: here. Yeah, you know, I don't know. This Our matchup is kind of a crapshoot. I think this is going to be close, to. This is just going to be attrition of, like, I don't know. This is going to be an ugly week for
2: both of us, I think. <laughs> I think it's going to be a George Kittle kind of game, though. I think it's going to be, like, Kittle going off for, like, 10 receptions and 150 yards. <laughs> I wish John was on every week. That's great. <laughs> That's great insight. I
0: like that. Well, uh, you know, into the last matchup, uh, Zookzilla's. Zillas, well, as much as uh, uh, he could rub this in person, if you saw me, I guess, somewhere out here, but maybe this is a Salt Lake City week for him. Um, well, it looks like he he's going to have an easy go of it this week. He's... Predicted one thirty-seven fifty-nine, and again, as history shows, my team usually can't break that hundred-point barrier. So, well, really it would be easy. nice to
1: know who you were playing, so we can yeah. re- make a real assessment.
0: Yeah, well, again, I don't have that many good choices. Uh, Mixon will be in, of course. Uh, I guess Dylan will have hey, Yes, will, will play for Aaron Jones. Uh, it hurts that Jerry Judy was just coming around into form after all that time off of injury. And Why is he on the bench? So, well, yeah, so he's got he's, he's to be on the bench. And I'll, I'll have to put in, I mean, it's a crapshoot between Bateman and Mooney. They they both are kind of predicted to be the same. So it's not really all that great. But, you know, going, speaking of, like, Denver for a second, did either of you guys see any of the Denver highlights this last week? No. No. <laughs> there, there was a... Wait, who did Denver play? Um, darn it. Who did they play? They, they play Philadelphia, right? They play Philadelphia. That's right. Yeah. And then um I think Melvin Ingram might have had a fumble there at the end of the game. You mean and, Melvin Gordon? Yeah. Oh, Melvin Gordon. Sorry, Melvin Gordon. And then I believe it was a DB of Philadelphia, Darius Slay, I think. Anyways, he picks it up. He took it back for, uh, he picked up the fumble and he took it back to the house. But you guys got to go back and look at that highlight because there's a picture of Teddy Bridgewater and Slay is running right past him. And Bridgewater could have tackled him. And he literally, he just like gave him a little fake, a little head fake, and totally just Ole just let him go by. And put, like, no effort in whatsoever to make the saving tackle. And he was just basically worried about his own health. But that kind of play kind of epitomizes my team right now. Nobody putting in the effort <laughs> to come up with a victory. <laughs> I got a team full of Terry Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> Hey, but, but if any, anyone out there didn't see that highlight, yeah, yo, you gotta watch that
2: highlight. I, I actually saw that one. I, I remember that, but
0: you do remember it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> but hey, look, Cam Newton. He could be he could be returned to form now that he's back in Carolina, right? Well, well, you know, I, I had I really had no other.
0: Uh, I had a bench spot that I have. I can't even find any any <laughs> any, any player to put in there. So I'm like. Okay, I might as well throw him in there. See what happens this week with him, and uh, if he can return form uh, to old Cam, then maybe he'll be of use. But uh... <laughs> hey, this this is his uh, this is his revenge week, uh, revenge game week. I know it, but I don't know if he's gonna get revenge or if it's more like. Uh, What's his name? Ron Rivera. If if he's if he knows all the secrets <laughs> to Cam Newton, then he's gonna shut him down. But uh, Washington's defense is, is hurt. I mean, they don't have Chase Young anymore. So that was a big injury for them.
2: Yeah. Hey,
0: on a positive note,
2: yeah. Remember Tyler Lockett last year? He uh, he had like twenty receptions and two hundred yards against Arizona. So you never know. Uh, you're you're right, Ron. Heavy John on
0: here dude? Put a positive spin on things is so helpful. I feel, feel great <laughs> about this week now. <laughs> oh man, hey, I did ask uh, a question. Have you ever been, John, to a place called Kono's North Shore? Oh yeah. Have you ever heard? You have. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. Really? Yeah. W- what should you? What's good over there? What's good to eat at Kono's North Shore?
2: Oh, they got um, they got. They're only like a breakfast and lunch place, right? So, yeah, you know, just do like um, I mean, they, I think they got like uh, you know, fried chicken, um, biscuits loco and gravy, moco. loco moco, mm-hmm. you know, their own spin on it. Um, they got some spam dishes, of course, but they do it kind of like, you know, they upscale it without making it too fancy. So, yeah. it's kind of the kind of place where you go to have a, a really good brunch, um. Like without feeling like you're in a really fancy place. All right. Well, the reason why I asked it because they opened up a Kona's North Shore
0: here on the Ninth Island now, not too not too far away from here. So oh, no way. Uh, yeah. So I was debating whether to give it a try. It actually took over a um, uh, Cinnamons. You guys have Cinnamons out uh, from mm-hmm. Hawaii also. Mm-hmm. Have you been to Cinnamon
2: Cinnamons? Yeah, it's down the street from us. Or okay,
0: yeah. So sure. they were like known for Cinnamon's was known for their guava chiffon pancakes, but uh, it just—I don't know—it didn't really hit it. And then so obviously they closed. But now Kono's took their spot and they opened up. Um, so I was gonna give them a try, but like, yeah, hey, If you say it's pretty good, then I'm definitely gonna have to give them a try. They got like these huge breakfast burritos, basically that I saw over there.
2: Yeah, yeah. They're they're, uh, they're known for that too, but you know I, I don't know like you would think that with uh so many hawaiians being in, in in uh in las vegas that yep it would be easy to recreate like hawaiian you know stuff hawaiian food but <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't I just don't think it travels well
0: yeah it's it it like that guava shell farm pancake sounded really good but it just i, I don't know it, it just didn't work um Maybe I went too early, you know, when, when I first went, it was a little bit, you know, service was slow and what have you. But, you know, I'm hoping Kono's uh, is a little bit better. And, uh, you know, they have they seem to, to have a little bit of a bigger menu there, too. So, yeah. So I'm excited to check it out. But uh, Thanksgiving, you going to be in Oahu or are you going to travel to any of the other islands?
2: No, we're, we're keeping it low key because it's, uh, it's Ray's birthday, same weekend. Oh, yeah. So we're gonna stay oh,
0: here. as we too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving, uh, right, like right after Thanksgiving. So we're gonna keep it low key here. Um, but then we're probably gonna travel to LA and, uh, hopefully Las Vegas too. Um, sometime around like Christmas, New Year's sounds good. Nice. How old is Ray now? Well, how old is he gonna be? He's gonna be six.
0: Six. Oh Ooh. my gosh! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Time flies. That's true. Wow. Is he starting to is he start to watch a little bit of football?
2: He he is like in and out of it sometimes. Uh, uh-huh. sometimes he'll, you know, watch it on the screen and he'll wanna like play tackle football in the living room. Right. Uh, and then other times he tells me that I'm making too much noise watching football. So <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, he, he
0: one day he'll learn that hey, that that one reception was that extra one point that Took you over to that <laughs> fantasy league. It's like, why? Why are you screaming at this game? This game is over. But not, not fantasy wise. <laughs>
2: hey, you know, I'll, I'll get him. I'll get him. I'll get him uh, excited about it when we come to Las Vegas, and uh, I'll tell him to um, that every time he screams Thunderdome, that he can get a free hot dog. And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, man, that, that will do for him. That, that will cement his love for Thunderdome at that point. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, man. All right. Well, everybody, uh, good luck to you guys. Um, if I don't talk to you before then, have a happy Thanksgiving and a happy early birthday for Ray. I uh, can't believe that guy is six already. But, uh, you know, thanks for coming into the podcast once again, John.
2: My pleasure, guys. Aloha to all my All right. Brothers. Thanks, John.
0: All right, everybody go get something good to eat.